first fruits, the saints of the end times. Let us uh, pray to the Holy Spirit for understanding, and we consecrate this reflection to the Mother of God. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and in the hour of our death. Amen. Uh, we will reflect on a message that the community received that is keyed on Revelations 14. When we talk about saints of the end times, remember that the whole book of Revelation is a vision of the battle. So it's not just those that are immediately preceding the end of the world. Uh, I refer here to all the saints who are in battle. That means us today as well. So let us um, go now to the message that we received. The title of the message is Called to be among the saints, first fruits, one with Christ, formed by the simple path. The simple path is the book of formation of our community. And this is the message. My little one, the holy saints of God, past, present, and future are one in God. They are the first fruits as one with me, the Lamb of God, who takes away the sins of the world. These souls at the designated time will rise up to establish the kingdom of God on earth. These are the souls you're helping to form through the simple path to union I have been leading you through. This formation for the saints of the end times will be blessed and protected by Abba, our Father, who desires to be glorified and loved by all his creation. God himself has come to earth through his little mustard seed to form and raise up his saints of the end times to fight the great battle. So let's reflect on this. The saints of all times are united. The saints in heaven, already triumphant. The saints here on earth, we are one. We are the body of Christ. Christ brought us to this unity. He overcame the divisions that Satan had created. So we owe this unity to Christ. So the unity is the work of Christ's redemption. And we want to live this grace, this transformation that brings us to unity. And it's important that in the battles that we are living, and we live more and more, we are attentive to this fact that these great sufferings, we are able to live them because of our union with Jesus and our friends in heaven. So we, as saints, have a mission to form more saints for these decisive times and uh, to establish the kingdom. That means gathering the rest. If we are the first fruit, it's in order to give our lives with Christ to prepare the way 
for many more to come. And that's what evangelization is about. So Christ is already with us in the church, especially in the Eucharist. And we look forward for a time where the church will be more pure, more present by the process of transformation. When I mean the church being more pure, she is the bride of Christ. She is already holy, but she is stained by our sins, the sin of the members. So the first and foremost part of our mission is for ourselves to be transformed, to repent, to turn to the Lord, to go through this path of renewal, and then we can help others as well. How do we do this? Allowing Christ to transform us, and that is the process of transformation that we're living in the path. We need help. This is not a self-made project. We need the church. We need one another. We need community. We need to open our hearts to our brothers and and seek self-knowledge and then work on that self-knowledge to to renounce and do often what is most difficult to us. So it's not enough to do holy practices. Often I hear, "I ah, well, you have to pray the rosary, and this is what the battle is all about. Pray the rosary and we'll be safe. Let's say, let me say this. I pray the rosary every day. I believe it's powerful. I, I recommend that we all pray the rosary every day. If you live in family, try to do it as a family. It's powerful. But it cannot end there. This um, prayer of the rosary needs to open us up to a way of living. So it's a lot more. It's not just a holy prayer, a holy practice. We must go with Mary to Jesus crucified. We must come to repentance through self-knowledge and to a new way of life through knowledge of Christ. And for this, we have this process that is called the simple path, this walk that we do together. That's why we gather every week. The Lord speaks to us. We take it to heart. Hopefully, if we can, we go to Mass every day. If we cannot go to Mass every day, we listen to the readings of the day and we ponder them and the Lord will work in us. So this is a blessing and this is this is a protection. And uh, for this, we were created to be one with Christ. Go to Jesus in the Eucharist. Become one with him as living hosts, as victims of love. This is how radical this gift is, this formation of the saints. So regarding this call that we hear in this message about the formation of the saints of the end times, I refer now to St. Louis de Montfort when he wrote, and I quote, Mary has produced, together with the Holy Spirit, the greatest thing which has been and ever will be, a God-man. 
and she will consequently produce the greatest saints that there will be in the end of time. The formation and education of the great saints who shall come at the end of the world are reserved for her. That's why, my dear family, the path to union with God begins with Mary. We walk with her to the cross. We consecrate ourselves to her. We seek her intercession and her motherly tenderness and care for us every day. So, the mother has to form for Jesus this great saints that will surpass, St. Louis tells us, most of other saints in sanctity. But be careful, because to be great saints is not to think that we somehow merit it. Actually, the key is humility, union with Mary, full acknowledgement of our misery and our need of the Lord. That's the only way that we can crush the head of the devil and propitiate the triumph of Christ. And that is what St. Louis de Montfort says that these saints will do. So, finally, I wanted to share with you a message that is found on the, in the path that shows us this work of Mary and our part, which is to allow her to work in the process of our hearts coming to this union with Mary, our hearts too will be pierced and will become humble and poor of spirit. So um, this is the message. It's number 28 and is found in page 84 of the path. The title is, My Mother's Pierced Heart Was Fused with to Mine. My mother's pierced heart was fused to mine. And this is the message. Your soul needs to be clothed in the virtues of true humility and purity before entering the furnace of my heart. It is the work of the Holy Spirit with my mother that forms these virtues in your heart and soul. Humility is acquired through constant knowledge of your misery and my mercy and love. You receive the gift of knowledge at my feet and you must always maintain yourself wrapped in this gift, humility. Purity of mind, heart, soul and body is attained as you come in contact with me, with the Lord, who am all pure and holy. My mother is all purity, and it is she who will dress you in the white gown of purity. She will cleanse you, little by little, of all the mud that remains on you after I pulled you out of the quicksand of your misery with the wood of the cross. Through humility and purity, you will quickly attain perfection 
in all other virtues if you persevere in prayer. So there you have it. These are the saints of the last times, the first fruits, marked with humility, with purity, willing to engage in the battle, trusting in the power of God with them, aware that they have a mission and they are going to form more saints and uh, they are blessed and protected by the Father. So the Lord is encouraging us, live the path. Let's walk together. God bless you.